before you ask your mom, your bestie, Mm -hmm. your boyfriend, your husband, like tune in to you Mm -hmm. and whatever higher power you believe in and be like, does this feel like something I'm supposed to be going toward or going away from? Welcome to the Words of a Warrior podcast. I'm Candy Wheeler, your host and founder of Warrior Women Retreats, internationally recognized conscious business coach, motivational speaker and author, but most importantly, human. On a journey just like you are. And together, we'll explore insights, tools, and practices to help you recognize your worth, see your potential, and bet on yourself so you can uplevel your life, leadership, and business. Each week, I will bring you profound wisdom, words of encouragement, and real stories of fierce resilience from inspiring creatives, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. Trade in fear, worry, and self-doubt for deep healing, sacred remembrance, and divine inspiration to follow your excitement and connect with your true purpose. Grab your journal and get ready to take your power back. Welcome back, everyone. I am here with one of the most inspiring women you could possibly know. Her name is Carrie Northington. She is well known for all of the epic things that she's up to from fitness coaching to business coaching to now working uh, together with Olenka Cullinan, which you guys already know by now, to create this next Six Figures Bootcamp, which I am super excited for all of the women who get to be a part of it and learn from you both. You two are powerhouses, amazing women. Uh, She's also a mama, (laughs) getting everything situated with school and just, you know, life and everything that's going on. So I'm so excited to have you, Carrie. How are you? Oh, Candy, thank you so much for the warm welcome. I get like goosies and I'm just flattered. And thank you so much for having me on. And I feel the same way about you. Yeah, I should just let everyone know I've met Carrie at various events around the Valley, but one in particular, which really had me so inspired when I left and you were talking about fear and how to overcome your fear. And I haven't really gotten the chance to tell you this yet, Carrie, but I have held on to something that you said at that event, literally as like a new value. And it's just literally like what, what you said in that moment was just really think about when you, when you are scared or when you're, you know, you're taking the leap and most of you listening to this podcast, you're doing, you're up to big things, right? When you are afraid to do something, just kind of consider like, well, what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) And that's one of the things you talked about at the event. And when you really got down to it, it was so funny because it was like, it just came down to, oh, okay, you're literally living your worst case scenario. So, okay, yes. take a risk. You know, you, you put yourself out there. Maybe you experience rejection. Maybe your ego gets hurt. Maybe you lose a little bit of money. But ultimately, you come back to right where you are. And you, and you start again. And, and even in that, I've never gone after something and came back the same person. I've always got, like, I always tell my myself, even if everything like were to fail right now, which I mean, is just not going to happen. But even if that were to happen, and I went back to a corporate job, which I left, you know, a couple years back, I would not be the same person that I was in that corporate job. So that's, I, 
I haven't gotten the beauty of it. Gosh, no, that means so much to me that you took that away because I will never forget when I was listening to a podcast, uh, I believe it was um, Ramit's podcast and that was the topic. And it was like, okay, let's do all of the, if you're afraid of this, what could happen and work out that whole, um, that whole story, right? That's sort of Mm -hmm. like lingering there, work it out logistically in your mind and see what that leaves you with. And oftentimes like I could not get to the point where I would be like destitute with no one around to help me where my son and I would be out in the streets. Like it just could never happen because even when you go through your businesses and those kinds of strategies, and like you said, even if things fail, could you really never get another job Mm -hmm. or do you not have anyone that could help you out? And I'm all about taking calculated risks, but all of these things that we're talking about are that right? Like, And we can build it up in our heads because we're humans and we like even being uncomfortable in situations can feel comfortable Mm -hmm. over time. And we want to stay in that spot. Um, And you're right. As soon as you do go out and and do the thing, even if it's not, uh, doesn't unfold exactly as you thought it would, you're going to learn so much about yourself and there's no way that you can go back to being the same exact version. And maybe that skill set or whatever you learned is applicable to something else. And that's, what's so beautiful about life. Yeah. And taking the bet on yourself. And I just love that so much. And so, yeah, you're this person now. I, I'm glad I got to tell you that. For, I think well, the thank first you time. for sharing. Yeah. And a lot of people who, who view you today, view you as this like epic, inspiring woman. You know, you've done the, the fitness competitions. You've like won a couple things on stage have been so inspiring in that aspect. Also the aspect of entrepreneurship and running businesses. Cause you not only have one business, you have multiple businesses. You're just this woman that people are like, Oh my God, Carrie's amazing. But I know you went through a journey to get to where you are right now. And I want everybody listening to get to know a little bit more about who you are. So if you don't mind, could you share a little bit about your story and and how you got to where you are right now? Oh my gosh. So first of all, thank you so much because it's, it's, it's funny when you're doing these things, it's so, um, it means a lot that you even notice, you know, that somebody notices. And so just thank you for the acknowledgement of like, Hey, you're doing those things and I see you and I really appreciate it. But, uh, I started out, you know, my first career is in nursing and I love that career. I still sub as a school nurse. Um, I was a stay at home mom for a really long time before that I was a stay at home dog mom. Okay. Like (laughs) my son's dad had an amazing job. Um, we traveled a lot. He played baseball and I didn't, you know, I didn't work at the time. It just was too difficult to have a nursing license in multiple different States while we were moving. By the time I would get it active, we would move somewhere else. So I, um, was used to being at home Uh, things didn't work out with my son's dad and I, and I went back to nursing. So what is the best job to have when you have a little person? It's something with the same school hours. The 12-hour shifts kind of weren't really a possibility for me with shared Mm -hmm. custody. So I went into school nursing and it was so much fun. I loved it. But let me tell you, I was not raking in the cash, okay? (laughs) And I really wanted to be able to do some of the uh, little luxuries that I didn't 
do growing up. Like I wanted to be able to take Nolan to Disneyland or I wanted to be able to um, go back home and see my family and buy our plane tickets uh, Mm -hmm. and not just feel like, okay, I'm going to have to budget like every last penny. We're not going to be able to do little things. So I joke with everyone that my business was like for latte money because, you know, I was like, okay, like I, you know, I have a job, but now I just really want to have a little bit extra to do some of these fun things. Um, and, and basically everything, my son's always been like this driving force. And I know that that's such a typical mom thing to say, but it's amazing how shitty we will treat ourselves like no joke. And if any mom's listening, I really want you guys to think about this because I should have wanted to do those things for myself even before I had him, like, Mm -hmm. it's okay to treat yourself. It's okay to want to go on a weekend girls trip or Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. You don't have to wait to spoil somebody else. You can spoil you. So that's Mm -hmm. my little blurb, but he motivated me to want to make a, a few extra dollars. And I tell people in business coaching all the time when they're thinking about getting, uh, out into the world of entrepreneurship, what do you want to do? It's like, what are people asking you for advice on and what do you love? Right. Cause there'll be like some cross streets there. Yeah. And for me, it was fitness. You know, people were coming up to me and they were asking me a lot of questions about, you know, how do you fit in working out? Like if you're busy, if you have a job, like how can you stay in shape as you get older? Um, and I started just helping people with that on the side and I'll, I won't, I'll never forget that. So we have a, a actual physical gym location. Mm-hmm. I did get remarried. And at the time, um, Eric said to me, like, you can do this full time. And I never believed that until somebody said it to me. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? Like, what do you mean I could do this full time? And I grew up, you know, you had job choices that were the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, like those were your jobs. And so I was like, what do you mean doing like nutrition, helping people with nutrition and fitness full time and making what I make now as a nurse, like no chance, but Mm -hmm. just that vote of confidence from another person. And I feel like that's probably why you do this podcast. I know that's why I do my podcast Mm -hmm. because I'm like, if I even do that for one other person on this whole planet like mission accomplished because all I needed to hear was it was a possibility. And I'm like, okay, like I'm going to, I'm going to think about this. I got some mentors. Um, you know, that's another reason why I love doing what I do because I think that just having the support, a lot of times it's really easy when you're on your own to just want to quit. Um, and before I knew it, like I had probably my first five figure month in maybe three months. Mm. Um, and it was so funny because, (laughs) Eric was like, if you replace your income that you make now, then will you leave the school? Because I, I was unhappy not taking my son to school, not picking my son up from school because our hours weren't exact. Mm-hmm. And I just was like complaining about it nonstop. Right. Yeah. And so he was like, listen, will you just please, like, if you can replace the income, will you just like tell them that you can't come back and do these things? And I'm like, no, I can't just replace it because I have benefits. I I don't know any of you listening, like why are benefits like literally you think that they are like actually the equivalent of $20,000 a month, right? Like you get, you literally don't get a whole lot with most benefit plans, but I'm like, no, I will need at least twice as much. And so it was sort of funny that that kind of like manifested and that five figure month was a lot. Trust me guys, school nursing is not, like I said, is not 
you know, raking it in. So it was more than that. And it was kind of like, okay, like don't sign the following year's contract. And I got scared. Uh Like, even though I saw like, okay, look what you can do. I I thought it was like a fluke. You know, I'm like, oh, this won't be consistent. This will never last. Like all of these other new um, negative thoughts were popping in. As soon as I got over the one that this quote, this one won't, this won't work. That was like my big one. This won't work. That's not true. It can't be true. It's not possible. So once Mm -hmm. I got past that, it was a whole other grouping of thoughts of this won't last. This Mm -hmm. isn't permanent. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, okay, you did it this one time, but you won't continue doing it. Mm -hmm. And then it was, what if a client asks me a question I don't know the answer? Mm -hmm. Like I started to get really weirded out about things. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay on as as a sub. And I still Mm -hmm. sub to this day. Um, (sighs) I'm like, I'm going to stay on as a sub. I'm going to keep myself in that door in case. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sign the next contract. And you guys from there, like, let me tell you, if you're trying to do a side hustle, you have no idea how much time your full-time job is taking away from you pursuing your career. Like you have mm-hmm. no idea. It is an insane amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so once I could actually go all in, um, it became very apparent to me, like why it could be consistent. And I really do have to thank Eric because he had been working one-on-one with personal training clients in person. And so all of my weird things that I would think like, what if every client cancels right now, today, right this moment? Like I would be thinking that he's like, it's never happened. Like I've been doing this for 10 years. And I'm like, well, are you sure? Like, can you, can I see a spreadsheet? Can you show me the hard data? Like, and so it was nice to have somebody be like, Hey, like, this is what happens. You know, some clients fall off. It's not personal. Yep. Um, it's not about you. Cause that, so after I got past that, it was all the, it's my fault when somebody doesn't do well. Yeah. And all of the, um, I always say that people who are in the caring professions, right? Like teaching, nursing, coaching. Um, I mean, the list goes on like we probably want it for you more than you want it for you. Like, I just want to hug you and squeeze you. And, you know, I I almost want to do it for you, which has been a a big lesson for me where I'm like, okay, I must teach them to fish, not fish for them. Like don't render them helpless. So I would take it super personal when things didn't go well, or if I did get somebody saying like, this didn't work. Right. And we all know that there's, it's not that it doesn't work. It's like everyone's at like a different spot in their journey mm-hmm. and you could be ready to receive or not receive and you could be ready to be accountable or not accountable. But I used to take it all personal. Mm-hmm. So now fast forward, I have really no fear of opening things. And that's why I'm really big on like taking calculated risks because you know I've opened a restaurant since then. Um, mm-hmm. I love doing the business consulting and helping other women um, do this because- you know, just to close this up, I mean, it went from me wanting to take my son to Disneyland to when I left my first marriage, I just kind of came to the realization that, hey, I'm probably not going to have nice things like I did before. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to have like a a nice house. Like I'll have an okay house. It'll be great. But Mm -hmm. I I sort of removed myself from the ability Mm -hmm. of doing any of that on my own. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I went to Disneyland and was able to take him to Disneyland. And that was like huge for me. And then, um, from the businesses, uh, I bought, we bought a house that was like comparable to something that I would have never thought that I would have. And that was, 
just like, not that it's about material things, but it was more about, I believed in me and it paid off. You know what I mean? Like I finally was like, no, like I don't have to say like, it could never happen. I don't have to, like the possibilities are endless. And I have this little tray in my front room and it says right around that time period, I saw it in a shop and it says, um, the world is your oyster. And I know that that's such a cliche saying and everyone says it, but like for once in my life, I actually believed it to be true. And I always joke that like, you can feel, you actually can feel magical, right? Like, Mm -hmm. have you felt it? Like there's moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so in tune with universe and the, the abundance of everything here and just all the resources that I have, you like feel magical. Yeah. And so I look at that tray because, you know, I don't always feel magical. You probably don't always feel magical. And so sometimes we have to like pull it back out, but that's my story. Yeah. It's really beautiful. I feel already just like so inspired just from listening to it. But because when you were sharing your story, I was reflecting on mine and a lot of those same things came up. Number one, it was like the the comfort of the job, the the two week paycheck, the benefits. When you said the benefits, I literally laughed. I was like, yep. Like, because just- we get like obsessed with those things, right? And then yeah. when I look at how much they were for me to buy them on my own, I'm like 400 bucks. Like it was so confusing because yep. in my mind, I'm like, these are not available to anyone not at this job. Yeah. Yeah, same. I felt the same way. And then when it came to like the security and predictability, I always believed that in my job, I had that. Whereas then in entrepreneurship, even though I had been showing myself those results before I even left my job, of course I can, I can still make as much, if not more money um, in my business. I still, you know, it was that still that, that comfort, that sense of uh, familiarity, you know, that sense of security. It's like, it ends up being your whoopee, right? Yeah. It's like, this is my whoopee. Like, at least I know I have X amount. So a lot of times in business coaching, yep. I ask people like, what do you need to replace? Yep. And like, how can we find a way to make sure that that's coming in mm-hmm. and you're not having to like close and close and close until yep. you realize that, Hey, it just will go from there. Because now, isn't it funny what happened with COVID? All of the stability, like we all finally realized that it's a figment of our imagination all around. You know, even if you're your own boss um, or you're, you know, working for somebody else, nothing is guaranteed Mm. in this world. Mm. And I think that that, um, I, so in part of my fear talk, the other big thing besides the worst case scenario was being grateful for shit. Can I swear on this? Crap. (laughs) Being grateful for crap. Because for me, I was like, I was always grateful for really cool shit. And I was always grateful or I'd always be, it'd be easy to love my friends when they were awesome. But sometimes when they were being bratty, it was really hard to love them. Right. So I'm like, okay, I want to focus on like loving people when they aren't lovable, because I know that's when I need it the most. Mm. And I want to really focus on being grateful for things that don't seem cool. Mm. And that for me was when I opened protein house, like there was a lot of things that happened. Um, I ended up taking over and it was overwhelming. Mm. And I'm like, I just wanted that thing to go away. Mm. And so I was like, okay, can't use avoidance. And every morning, like one of my mentors, and this is why I'm like so big on coaching, but Mm -hmm. one of my mentors was like, you have to write down five things you're grateful for. And I'm like, easy, done. 
did it already. He's like, no, 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 about Protein House every morning. And I'm like, ew, gosh, like my skin <laughs> crawled like at the thought. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And now when COVID hit, doing that exercise, all I could see was like, what are the lessons? And how can I be grateful? Yeah. And what has this taught me? And it's a really, so I urge anyone, like if you have something that you're like this albatross, like if this thing were out of my life, I would just be, you know, barfing rainbows 24 seven. I want you to sit there and do this exercise with it because I swear it does something to your mind where now when really crappy things happen, you're immediately being like, wow, this taught me this. Mm. Like COVID, my dad had a heart valve transplant or replacement, I mean, and I couldn't go in with everything. Mm. And my first thought was, what can this, what is this teaching me? Oh, it's teaching me to trust. It's teaching me patience. It's teaching me flexibility. Mm -hmm. How can I love someone from afar? Like, how can I do that? How can I support somebody in a different way than I'm used to? Instead of what I would have done before this exercise, which would be like throwing a tantrum in my car for like two hours, right? Yeah. And I'm like, so it's kind of neat when you can work the system in a different way and then get your brain to kind of go down that path instead of the one that you and I were talking about Mm -hmm. where most of us do, our brains do that just to keep us safe, but it doesn't help. Yeah. And it kind of keeps you from having like false expectations too, because I understand that, you know, when, when people, when something's not going right for a lot of people, especially in entrepreneurship, even in the beginning, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's failing already. So might as well not, you know, it kind of, it just kind of gives you a different perspective to have when things aren't going as you'd really ideally want them to go. Oh, I love that because I always tell people when you're trying, when your brain's trying to convince you like something's not going to work, you yep. will only look for evidence. Of yep. Like, have you ever noticed if you say, for instance, you're car shopping and you looked at a, a certain car one day, you'll see that car everywhere, yep. you'll, mm-hmm. but you never saw it before. Yep. And that's sort of what your brain does when it's like, okay, I don't think that this is going to work. So out of a hundred clients, you have three that are unhappy. You're like, knew it knew it, just waiting for this moment, time to go. And so it's really important to look at those things as objectively as possible and be like, okay, what is actually happening here? And am I hitting the panic button rationally or irrationally because I'm looking for confirmation of my fear? Yeah. And that's why I love, you know, being grateful for those things. Funny, my year, my word of the year was blessings this year. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, I had something different in mind when I, when I came up with the word. <laughs> I, You're I, like, this was not it, girl. <laughs> it was really like, uh, okay, okay. But really what it had me do is just what you're saying right now. It really had me look for the blessings and everything. It really, okay, so we can't do this. All right. Well, what, you know, how else am I being blessed right now? Or how else are these things coming in? And what am I learning from this? Like you said, it's really taking a different perspective on the things that aren't going the way you really want it to go. And also knowing that that's part of the process. I think when we can understand that everybody goes through shit, then you can understand that when you're going through it, it's normal. It's not just because we see other people in their, in their epicness doesn't mean they don't go through, you know, 
shit. All of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, I, I mean, that is so true. Like there's always uh, other plot lines going on. Yeah. And most of the time, especially if you are on social media, people, I, I people are, I'm not saying they aren't authentic and vulnerable mm-hmm. on social, but like, you're not going to be watching a live breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just not like somebody's yeah. going to go back and be like, this is what I went through. My, you know, your test will be their, their testimony, mm-hmm. but in the midst of it, you're not probably going to see that. So you have to be realistic about what is actually going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not all sunshine and rainbows for anyone. And everyone has their certain, you know, battles and things that are happening. The other thing is I saw this like little meme that said, when you say that God and universe, anything, higher spirit, whatever anyone believes in, whenever you've said that God's not listening, have you ever considered you haven't been hearing the answer? Because that's a big one for me. I feel like I would want things to show up exactly how I asked for them. Like this is, I'm going to tell my magic genie to bring me X, Y, and Z. And this is exactly what it will look like. But oftentimes my prayers would get answered, but it didn't look anything like what I wanted. Like I was like, oh my God, like I did not ask for that, but it actually was what I needed. And it was a huge blessing or an opportunity is put in front of me. And it's not what I thought Mm -hmm. um, it would be, but it felt like something I was supposed to pay attention to. And I just really encourage everyone to tune in to call it what you want, like your inner guide, your intuition, your gut, like whatever it is, like have that moment with yourself and reflect in things before you ask your mom, your bestie, your Mm. boyfriend, your husband, like tune in to you Mm. and whatever higher power you believe in and be like, does this feel like something I'm supposed to be going toward or going away from? And sometimes if you're just picking up the universal breadcrumbs, you're going to go right on this path and it's not going to look like what you thought it was, I promise, but it's going to be what's meant for you. And that's, I feel sad when people, um, they kind of just slam these doors shut or they're like so focused on maybe like one thing. And at one of the mastermind events I attended, there was a, a presentation from the people who do, the guys who do goal cast, the viral videos. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we were doing tutoring. (laughs) And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we were doing tutoring. People would have to put money in an envelope, drop it off to us. Like nothing internet-based, like nothing about this. And this sort of like evolved Mm -hmm. from that. And they were saying, if we would have been like obsessed with making the tutoring business work, um, we never would be doing goal cast. And it really hit home, right? Because so many people are like shoving the round peg in the square hole and it's not fitting. And they're like, for like years and years and years. And what you really need to do is think about like, is this guiding me somewhere else? Mm. And should I move in that direction? Like, we don't want to be stubborn, right? It's like, just be fluid. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh, Carrie, I could literally sit here and talk and rap with you all day on all this good stuff. But I want to talk about something you have coming up. Uh, with Olenka called 
the next six figures. And I'm excited because so many women listening to this podcast are in a space where they're building, growing businesses. A lot of them are entrepreneurial women. And I know this is going to be such an epic opportunity for them to step into this mentorship and this growth. So can you talk a little bit about that? And of course, anything else that you have going on? Oh my gosh, I would love to. Thanks so much for the kind words about the boot camp. But Alinka and I have participated in masterminds um, for so long and we've hired one-on-one mentors. And a lot of times it's just, it's really expensive. Yeah. And we wanted to put something together. If the two of us joined forces and used our time effectively, we can offer um, this high quality, high level mastermind at a price that a lot of, you know, beginning um, women and on can afford. And we just want to build that community and give some solid guidance. Mm -hmm. We also were just feeling like when COVID hit, everyone was looking for a second stream of income. And then on top of that, uh, they're a little bit, unfortunately, it's a kind of buyer's beware, right? Like Mm -hmm. everyone was selling something too. And Mm -hmm. we felt like I don't want anyone to get jaded and wanting a mentor or building their business, um, similar to like fitness or contest prep coaching. Mm-hmm. There's, if you have a bad first experience, sometimes it can be hard to trust again. So we were like, you know, if we come up with this and this is some people's first experience in investing in themselves, they're going to feel really good about doing it moving forward. So it's rolling admissions. Um, we did have a promo over Alinka's summit and that ended. But if anyone hears it on here and I'll, t- don't worry guys, I'll tell Alinka about this after I get off the podcast. But if anyone hears it's about it on it. here, yeah, she'll be cool. I swear. Um, and messages and wants to know more info about it. I'll offer the promotion if they mention that they heard the podcast, mm-hmm. but we're waiving the $2,500 deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's only a monthly fee and the monthly fee is 564. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, like, You'll get one-on-ones and you get the group component, which really is, I think, the golden ticket. Um, Once you get better at businesses and knowing exactly what you need, only group, I think, works best or better. You know, you can get what you want out of it. But when you're extrapolating things on your own, it's kind of nice to have that one-on-one guidance and a little Mm -hmm. hand-holding. We called it the next six figures because it really is like if if you're starting out or you're stuck, and you need to get to the next spot, a lot of times that little bit of a leap um, can use some guidance to get you from point A to point B. So we're thrilled. Like we can't wait. And we already have an awesome group. We started the Think Pods and everyone is like, I just want to squeeze them all. So anyone who jumps in is just going to be thrilled with the group um, as well, which is awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. To get to learn from these women, you guys, is such a treat and definitely something you won't want to miss out on. I promise you. I've taken away so much from you and Alinka both, Carrie. And just even seeing the two of you collaborating, I'm like, oh my gosh, people are going to get such amazing value out of learning from the two of you. And also just having that support and having that community of being in a group like that and having these higher level conversations, which is really powerful. Oh, thanks, babe. Yeah. Carrie, where can everybody keep up with you, continue to follow you, continue to get inspired with all of these amazing nuggets that you have to share? 
Oh, I would love that. So you can find me on my website. It's carrienorthington.com. My first name, this will help everyone remember it, is spelled like Karen with a Y because that's like the most popular meme right now. So it's K-A-R-E-Y. <laughs> it. And you can find me on Instagram. It's Carrie Northington. And I would love to touch base. So just shoot me a DM or a message anytime and we will connect. Mm, love it. Carrie, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It has been so lovely to have you. I know when I first started this podcast, you know, the question of who, who would I want to come on here and share value with all of the people listening. And you were definitely one of those people who I just thought I've got to have her come on and share wisdom. And of course, I feel like after listening to this, I know you guys listening feel the same way. I feel so inspired. And again, I just, you know, I love getting to share you with everyone in this community. So thank you. Oh, no, thank you. That means the world to me. Yeah. All right, everyone listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in with me on the Words of a Warrior podcast. I am so happy you stopped by and would love to know what you took away from this conversation. If you feel so moved, please feel free to share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting this message into the hands of the people who need it the most. Let us know what you loved, topics you want to hear more of, and your favorite words of a warrior. Until next time, keep taking back your power, following your excitement, and unapologetically living the life you were born for.